OMG, we are back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How do you do it? How do you come up with the perfect sound clip? <laughs> what the heck is that? I'm forgiven! <laughs> wow. Wow. What is that even from? <laughs> Next generation. Star Trek Next Generation. That's Q. Oh, it. it <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that scene now. Now, yeah. now, now that I think about it, I remember it. Okay, okay. Yay! <laughs> I, I, I forgot. That's one where it gives data laughter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dude, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Season three of the Ooh, Breakdown Log Podcast. Almost a month podcast. later than we. Uh... I know, later than I know, but stuff yeah. happened and things and yeah, yeah, life, life happens. Yeah, it's it's been it, even even so far, it's been quite a year. Like even even this month has been nuts for multiple reasons. Some good, some not. But uh, you know, we're back. Yeah. That's the important thing. <laughs> um, so season three of the Breakdown Walls podcast starts today. Um, today's going to be a pretty typical show, but I will say this. I am uh, going to push a little harder for guests, and I already have two of them lined up. Sherlock knows about both of them that are currently lined up. Ah. Um, yes. So yeah, but this episode is going to be pretty typical. Um, I didn't want to bring any of the guests on until we were actually back. <laughs> until we have yeah. established we are actually back. So We want to get a good flow going first. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. Gonna be probably a longer show. Um, quite a few topics in this show. So that's that's gonna be good. Um, but yeah, we're back and we're gonna do the thing. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, typical show: gaming news, accessibility news, and that's it. But trust me, there's plenty to talk about because some stuff went down over the past uh, yeah. over the time we've been off. And uh, we will not be lacking for topics. All right, well, let's get started then with gaming news. Gaming news. Okay. 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 I I, I, I was going to wait for you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do that again. I'm going to keep that. Let's do that again. (laughs) We're going to get started with gaming Gaming news. There we go. All right. That's good enough. I think we have a bit of a delay. I think there's a bit we of have a delay. delay That's not supposed to happen. Anchor, how dare you? You're ruining our, our, our bit, our thing. Because it took like right. 10 seconds to connect, so I think that's what's weird. Going on. Okay, well then. Yeah. Uh, gaming news coming up. Gaming news. We're going to try this one more time. Welcome to Gaming News. Okay, it worked that time. <laughs> yeah, it, can, it connected right away that this was, time. So that was we're... that was so crazy though. Like, I, I, so anchor has has uh, has um, oh my god, what's the word I'm looking for? Anchor has attempted to ruin our bit, and it's rude. Very I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that anger. Very okay, good. we have a lot to cover, so I gotta quit stalling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first thing 
in gaming news that happened over the uh, time we've been off is the PlayStation, uh, well, Sony PlayStation has slowed down production on PS4s significantly. Um, they only now, according to the article that I read, only now produce one version of the PS5 Pro, the standard PlayStation 5 500 gigabyte uh, PS Pro model. Um, and that is it for PS4s. In terms of production, that's it. Yep. Makes sense, though. I mean... It it makes sense, but it also... It, it struck me weird at the time, because PlayStation kind of went back on what they had initially said. We talked yeah. about this. How, like... So PlayStation was the one pushing the whole, you know, next gen, we believe in generations, so we're going to fizzle out the PS4s as quickly as possible, and you're going to be encouraged to have a PS5 and stuff. And in some ways they have done that, but in, in, in other ways they're like, actually, <laughs> what we meant was the PS4 is totally <laughs> going to be supported for the next two or three years. <laughs> so, so that's why it's a little weird to me. Like, I get it. Uh, in the sense that they want people to buy PS5s, which is still very difficult, by the way. Even in almost February, it's still very difficult to get a PS5. Yeah, Ray's, Ray's still been looking and she just yeah. hasn't found anything. No luck. No <laughs> luck. Um, but it, 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 still, it still feels a little weird. Like, if, if you're going to keep supporting the PS4 for the next uh, little while, then why not produce them as the, the cheaper console that people can get until, you know, the PS5 is the, the ultimate way to go, you know? Yep. I don't know. Because, yeah. like, even games that are coming out uh, in the future are going to support PS4. Horizon Forbidden West is going to be on PS4. Uh, we now know that the God of War Ragnarok game is going to be on PS4 as well as PS5. So, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That seems a little silly, but but apparently they are not alone. Um, Xbox may be doing the exact same thing with uh, their their previous gen uh, models, basically only producing one of them. I believe they are going to be producing the, uh, I think the series, uh, not the series, um, the One S. One S, yeah. The One S is the one that they'll be sticking with. No more Xbox Ones. No more original Xbox Ones or anything. Just one S's and then the Series S and Series X. No more VCR. No, no more VCR. <laughs> it's funny it looks, you say that. It looks like one. <laughs> it's funny you say that because we totally have an Xbox One original and it definitely is like a VCR. Yeah, no, I, I've got one too. That's why I said that because yeah, it's, man. it's totally a VCR. Like it, it, it totally, totally It brings back memories. Oh. It does. <laughs> Rewinding. Remember we had to, yeah. having to do that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Be kind. Please rewind. Yep. And I did, too. I, I was one of those guys. I was like, I, I gotta make sure to rewind the tape. <laughs> Video stores like, would be mad at you if you didn't. Yeah, they would be mad at you, but like, I, I really just looked at it from a general practical perspective. Like, look, if I rent this video, if I was the next person to rent this video, I would hate having it be <laughs> at the end of the movie or some crap like that and yeah. having to rewind it myself. Ah, kids! I know, I know. You kids uh, listening to this show have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, if you're like, if you're like younger than thirty, you're not gonna know what the crap we're talking about. Like rewinding, what's that? I just press stop, and it goes to the beginning of the thing. Yeah, I know. Aren't you special? (laughs) Back in my day. Back in my day, we had we round our movies by hand, and we liked it. (laughs) Yeah. we turned the reels ourselves. 
Well, it was hard work. <laughs> we got it done. And sometimes that tape will just pop right out of there. You got to rip one hole. Oh, God. Okay. There's well, nothing worse than a tape tangle. Oh, I remember those days. Oh, boy. Uh, the tape tangle of uh, 84. It was really bad. <laughs> we were... <laughs> we were... We were trying to re- I was. We were trying to rewrite a complete copy of the Stand TV uh, oh adaptation. Oh my god! Oh my god! The thing was like. Now that was a long reel. Let me tell you. I think that was like ten tapes. Before, before I knew it, it twisted around my ankle, and I was falling over. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh. Well, I. I think uh remember slicing? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Well, okay. <laughs> so if you didn't believe us before, I want to reiterate we are oh. back. <laughs> <laughs> we don't plan this, guys. We no, really we don't. don't plan any of this crap. <laughs> but I mean just to reference them, this is how we are. Yep, like it really off is. the podcast too. This yeah, is just, yeah. we we get. Yep, this is just us <laughs> doing what we always do. And so we we thought, why not make that into a podcast? <laughs> people uh, seem to like it. Yeah, people people do like it. We have uh, <laughs> we have a surprisingly uh, uh, large amount of viewership in like other countries too. It's like really, it's nice. It's cool. It's cool. The analytics are really interesting to look at. <laughs> Very cool. So, yeah. All right. Next news item. Depending on your perspective, this is kind of a sad news item. Um, But here it is. It is the death of the Killzone franchise. Ah. Yes, indeed. It has been officially confirmed that Killzone is no more. Um, Its website has been taken down. Um, It's it's done. Mm. So... This uh, this did hamper the uh, the happiness of some folks who were just waiting for that announcement of the Killzone game that's going to be on PS5. Um, they were just waiting for that to happen because Killzone <clears throat> has actually uh, brought in the last two generations of games, helped to bring in the last two generations of games. Yeah, the last game was Shadow Shadowfall, I think. Shadowfall on PS4 was a PS4 launch that was a title. A long time ago, gosh. Yep, PS4 launch title, and it helped to uh, help bring in the 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 console so everyone was saying hey killzone where are you ps5 where's yeah. that where's that killzone game well guess what there is <laughs> yep killzone is done um guerrilla games is going to focus probably on maybe the horizon franchise you know makes sense i mean it it, it seems like that's kind of the new the new hotness. Yes, yeah, it, it kind of is though. Build. It kind of is though. Which like, is fine. It's a good. See, it's a good game. Yeah, and and and, and I think they're probably going to do you know DLC for Forbidden West once Forbidden West is out. There's probably going to be additional DLC for that for that. Yeah. And Horizon is popular enough, even based on the first game. I think it is popular enough that it's not going to be Forbidden West isn't going to be the end of it either. So you know, yeah. I, obviously that's. You can't take that with much more than a grain of salt because uh, we don't know. Like maybe the maybe the story wraps it all up in a neat little bow and everything's done, but I don't think so. I think uh, I think they're going to franchise this. 
because everyone yeah. was surprised when it turns out, hey, look, guys, Guerrilla Games, the creators of Killzone, can also make an amazing role playing game. Who would yeah. have thought it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think they're going to pursue that. Somebody known for shooters. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, look at that. They knock it out of the park with, a, with an RPG. Totally different gameplay style. It's so, it's such a shame that PlayStation All Stars didn't take off because it would have been really cool to see um, Aloy and All Stars. Yeah. And All Stars. Yeah. Oh, man. Her super could have been amazing. Imagine yeah. what it would have been. Like, she would have probably summoned one of the machines from, from uh, Horizon. I love One of the big, like, nobody else. Machines. Nobody else likes PlayStation All Stars but us. I know. We are the only ones, aren't we? <laughs> We're <laughs> the only ones. We seem to be. I, I had a great time with that game. I yeah, genuinely a had game. a great time with PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. I yep. know, I I agree that it came out at the wrong time. I oh, agree that it is basically uh, PlayStation's attempt to be Smash, but that doesn't mean it wasn't fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it revels in its silliness and, yeah. and fun. Like, I don't know, I, I, I enjoyed it. The uh, the Nathan Drake versus Cole rivalry fight was pretty great, in my opinion. Yep. Yep. I, I was surprised that I, I think I have that right, don't I? Like, because uh, remember during the during the arcade mode, each each character had a rival with a little bit of like uh, voice acted story in it. Yeah, I think Cole was uh, was Drake's rival, right? The I think, uh, Cole. I, think, I think so. I think it was. I can't remember. If I, I really I... enjoyed the, uh, the some of the stages were cool too, like the uh, the Parappa stage in particular was. Cool. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, man! With Master Onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there was a lot of cool stuff in that game. The way the stages yeah. transitioned between game styles too, awesome. Yeah, the use of the the music and the the transition of the music as well between game styles was just great. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, um, Killzone. Bye bye, Killzone. Yes. Um, oh, we hardly knew you. Hardly knew you. Oh my god. Again, we do not plan this. <laughs> we are the same person. <laughs> we kind of are. Oh, God. oh good. Uh, no. It's, it's funny because I was saying that because we can't really play any of the Killzone games. So, like, yeah. we really did hardly know ye. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you know. I, I, but I certainly understand the perspective of uh, people who love Killzone since PS2. Killzone started on PS2, so I, I get it. I get it. It's it's a it's a big loss of a franchise, and uh, yeah, yeah, it is unfortunate. But moving forward, next gen stuff happening. You know, I, I'm I'm sure that something will attract your attention, Killzone fans. It, it definitely does feel like in Atlas the Old and with the new kind of situation yeah it definitely i think i think that's probably how they're viewing it too and in this case i i sorry to kill some fans but i i feel like it's kind of time it might it might be time Uh, it might be time all right so the next thing is happy news happy 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 news. news to think to think ladies and gentlemen that last year we didn't know this existed and now, it's about to come out. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is a complete remastering of the original Mass Effect trilogy. And it's coming out in March. Ooh. March! 
accessibility features. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I wish. I so wish. <laughs> I, I mean, that'd be awesome if it was. It would be super awesome. Stuff for us, but I just mean in general. Oh, like, in general, sure. Yeah. Like, I, I hope there is some some things touched up. Because it is a full remaster, so, I mean, they, they could. It'd be amazing to be able to play uh, Mass Effect, though. Oh. I think they did say that they have at least touched up the controls from uh, from one to make it play more like two, which is a good move because two, good. two is where they really figured out the combat. Yeah. So that's good. And hopefully if they did stuff like that, maybe they did touch up some you know accessibility-related things, maybe subtitle sizes and, and things like that, but probably not stuff for blind people, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have high hopes for it. And I love the series. I love the original trilogy of games. Jennifer Hale, man. Jennifer Hale. So good. That's, I mean... The, Renegade the funny, Femshep is just... The funny thing The funny thing about Jennifer Hale, though, is that Jennifer Hale has been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. A bunch of stuff. Even way before Mass Effect. And I mean way before Mass Effect. She's in Baldur's Gate. I remember hearing her in was um, Mortal Kombat The Journey Begins, that animated little... Oh my god, she's in that? I didn't know yep, she was she's in that. Sonya, she's Sonya in that little animated thing that was like oh the advertisement god. for the movie. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's yep. cool. Um, she's in Baldur's <clears throat> Gate. That's what I know her from. That's the first thing I've heard her in. Nice. Um, and she's in the Baldur's Gate console games, Dark Alliance and Dark Alliance 2. Yeah, nice. Um, she's in the Old Republic, uh, you know, KOTOR 1 and 2. Um, she's in the... Well, nowadays, she's, she is keeping up that work in the Old Republic uh, MMO, you know, TOR, T-O-R. Mm-hmm. She is actually keeping up uh, that, uh, that work. It's, 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 it's interesting because those games are connected. They're not separate from each other. Uh, TOR is a continuation of KOTOR 1 and 2. And so the character she plays in the MMO is actually a family member of Bastila from KOTOR 1 and 2. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's pretty cool. Uh, anyway, so Jennifer Hale's been in, in a billion things, even before uh, Mass Effect. But everyone, like, Mass Effect is really what she's known for. Yeah. But it, it's, 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 a, it, it's a weird situation to me, because it's not as though Mass Effect put her on the map, because she was already no. on the map. But if you ask the average person, she is femship to them. Yep. It's, it's just, it's interesting to me. I don't know. I find it interesting. Um... I think it's just because her femship is that good. I, I mean, it is. It is. I, I place... <clears throat> I, you know, apologies to Mark Mir. I don't dislike yeah. her performance, Mark. I don't. But hers... <laughs> she, just, she just eclipses. Especially, like, femship of Renegade. Oh, yeah. my God. She Brutal. really does. Brutal. She really does. Mark's fine. Yeah. She is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's coming out in March though. I mean, that's so cool. Like that's awesome. We're gonna jump on I know Mist is gonna be playing that like crazy. I hope. Um obviously I'm not making any promises or guaranteeing anything, but I kind of hope that Misty is streaming again by then. Because if she is, I bet she would stream that. Yeah, I mean she uh I know she's been setting stuff up. Oh she has. I can I can I can confirm for those wondering, Misty is indeed. She has been working on her scenes, she's been re uh reconfiguring her uh, her OBS stuff and she is getting ready to come back. I just don't know exactly when it's going to happen. So, hopefully. I uh, I I uh, 
I was happy to because I saw her Twitter. Like, yeah, oh, person that subbed to me doesn't like me, and I'm like, well, yep. let's, let's fix that. Yeah, that was that was really cool of you. I appreciate that. I was <laughs> yeah, like, I, you know, by the way, when, when she when she told me you did that, I was like, oh well, now you have to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, Mass Effect Legendation. <clears throat> I am I am hyped for it, even if it's not accessible. I just I'm I think I, I'm I'm interested to see what they did with it. And of course, I will make the joke. I want to see what they did with the elevators. Oh, oh. The elevators from one and two. Yeah. I want to see what they did with those. Yeah. Because <laughs> those were you know, yeah, the those loading, loading screen joke. Screens, yeah. Yep. So are they the same? Are they different? Who knows? Uh, we'll find out in March, apparently. Yeah. All right. So. The next bit of news is regarding the PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5. <clears throat> the PlayStation 5, ladies and gentlemen, has um, it's, it's done pretty well. Um, there is a reason PS5s are so hard to find. And I'm not just talking about scalpers, although they're a problem. Yeah. But in general, the PlayStation 5 has done remarkably well. The PlayStation 5 has reportedly sold 4.2 million units in its first six nice. weeks of sales. That's pretty good. That is, I believe, more than the PlayStation 4, if I, if I read correctly. Yeah. In its first six weeks, the PlayStation 4 was like... I, I can't remember the PlayStation 4's number. I should have written, I've written that down too, but I think it was like uh, two, 2 or 3 million, oh, something wow. like that. So it's like double. But PS5, 4.2 <clears throat> million in six nice. weeks. Indeed, uh, it's it's doing well. People and the good news is, yes, they are hard to find, and I absolutely know a bunch of people that are still that still don't have one because they're yeah. hard to find. But I'm starting to see people I know getting PS5s. Yeah, didn't, didn't it's uh, starting to happen? Didn't, um, uh, uh, um, Rattlehead, Rattlehead got one. Got one. Yep, yeah. Rattlehead got one. Uh, um, Mitchell B got one. Nice. Don't run off. Yeah, got yeah. one as well. Cool. Um, yeah, so people people we know are starting to get them, <laughs> but it's still, it's still not an easy thing yeah. to do. So, uh, best of luck to those who are looking for PS5s. They, you will get PS5s. I mean, Sony ha- Sony is aware of these numbers. Yeah. They are aware that the demand is ridiculously high right now, and they are trying to meet that demand. It is not easy to do in COVID times, no. guys. It's even for a big company like Sony, it's not easy to do, but they're trying to do it. So just keep keep a lookout. Don't don't give the scalpers money. No. But you you will get your PS5. It might take some time, but you will get one if you yep. want one. 4.2 million. That's pretty good. Awesome. It's a good system too. It's worth it. Yeah, it's a great system. I love it. I love it a lot. Yep. I love Damn my PS5. Dear, I love your PS5 too. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Oh wait, yeah. you do. That's why I said it. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> For some reason, that didn't quite strike correctly. It's like, it's like, wait, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Oh yeah. Oh god. All right. <laughs> okay. The next news item. What what I wrote in the outline for this news item is all I need to say about it. 
I would like to quote from the outline here. Ubisoft, Star Wars. Yes. yes. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. Ubisoft oh. has announced a monstrous, gigantic, open world Star Wars game. Ah, yes, what? Please. Yes, please. All of the yes. <laughs> Good lord. Dude. Accessible? I mean, accessible? Um, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking yes. Yeah, I am too. I might be optimistic here, but I'm thinking yes. I, because yeah, I feel like enough time will have passed where you know they're they're iterating on their accessibility more and more, and I feel like by the time this thing comes out, they'll have hammered it in yeah. su- out in such yeah. a way where I, it'll I, it'll I, be accessible. I, I'm thinking yes. We've seen we we've gone over this, I know, but we've seen the iterations. We've seen the the support just grow and grow and grow. And yes, there have been stumbles along the way, cursor menus, but <laughs> we have absolutely seen with every game they release the accessibility, even the blind accessibility, improve. And this game, keep in mind, folks, has just been announced. Like there's not gameplay of this thing yet. This is this is early yeah. days. They're still on pre-production stuff. Yeah, there's not even a release date on this. So, yeah, I think by the time that this is released, we might be playing an open-world Star Wars Uh, game. Yes, please. Yes, please. All of all of the yes. And you know what? I think even even accessibility aside, I think Ubisoft is great for this. Even if even if we take what we want and just throw all that away for a second, Ubisoft is great for this. Yeah. Their style of like they they're they've basically perfected open world games. Their style yep. of open world games is is like the standard nowadays. <clears throat> yep. And this, the Star Wars universe gives them I mean, I don't know I don't know how far they're gonna go with this, but they have like they could make an open galaxy yeah, we don't, game if they really want to. I don't think do we that. even know when on the timeline this is I, we don't know if this is like older public or Yeah, we, we don't know. We don't yeah, know. as far as I know, all literally all we know is hey, we are Ubisoft and we're game. making an open world Star Wars game. And everybody's just like, Okay, yes. Yep, you win. Yep. It, it's funny because some of the happiness around this isn't necessarily because Ubisoft is making it, although I'm happy yeah. about that. But some of the happiness about this is it's because EA an, isn't it's making it. not an it. EA game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can respect that. Yep. Yep. I mean, look, Jedi Fallen Order is a fine specimen. Yep. It's, a, it's a good game. But EA has been monopolizing Star Wars for long yeah. enough. It's Oops. time to, for somebody else to have a turn. Yep, and Ubisoft. Oh, oh my God, they're gonna kill this gonna thing! Be so good, they're gonna knock this out of the park. Accessibility aside, yeah. they're gonna knock this I out mean, of the park. Guys that, could be these a, are the guys that have been making Assassin's Creed games for fifteen years. You know, I I actually find it funny. I know some people got mad at this, but I actually find it funny how uh, Ubisoft claimed that Assassin's Creed Valhalla was a shorter game than uh, than Odyssey because of fan feedback that the game should be shorter, and then people who have played it. Have found that that is absolutely not true. 
that Assassin's Creed Valhalla is still a eighty to ninety hour monster nice. of a game. I, and, I, I you know want what? I'm that. just like I'm I just like you that. know what? Right, exactly. I was like, you know what? I don't care what you guys say. That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I want to get lost in that in, in an eighty to ninety hour open world extravaganza like yep. that. I want yeah. that. Um. Oh my goodness! And and consider like like I like I was saying. It doesn't have to just be an open world game. This is Star Wars. Yeah. You could go to multiple planets and <laughs> an open an open galaxy ah, game. All right. Yep. This could be like a 300 hour open world experience. <laughs> depending on how much they want to pour into this thing. It's crazy. Yeah, oh my goodness, it's crazy and it's it's crazy in the best way possible. Ah, ah. <laughs> oh, so good. I can't wait. Like, I mean, we're gonna I, have I, to. We're I, gonna have to wait like probably three to five years. I know we are. But. We are. I literally messaged my Ubisoft contact and said, "Hey, hi there, hi there, friend. Hello, buddy. Hey, buddy. How do I get involved hey, in this? <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, guy. Hey, friend. <laughs> How do I get involved in this game? How do I do yeah. that? Please tell me." <laughs> Oh man! Even if I don't, though, I think I still I still think it's going to be accessible because let's keep in mind that I did go out there to the Ubisoft uh, studios in in uh, in Montreal, and I did a workshop for two days, yep. talking to their development teams and stuff like that. And that workshop, just so you guys are aware, I so so to be one hundred percent full disclosure here, I did not know about the Star Wars game in advance. Okay, but everything I said in the in that workshop for that two days, everything I said when I was talking to Ubisoft was made available to the, to every Ubisoft internal team. Yeah. So I basically spoke to everyone, even if I didn't necessarily physically speak to everyone. Yeah. So you never know. Yep. <laughs> you know the the bug might have found the ear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. And again, iteration, we've seen it. We know that it exists. We know that it's happening with Ubisoft. So, man. Yeah. Man. Ah, so man. Oh, man. Man. Star Wars. Man. Star Wars. Has there, let me think, has there ever been? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's ever been an accessible Star Wars nope. game. I mean. Even like accidentally. I mean, Masters of Terrorist Kasi. Which one is that? That's the really terrible PS1 fighting game. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not. Okay. It's not good. Oh wait, was it? Wait, actually, I might have to take that back. Isn't the um? Oh, there's a beat 'em up the... on the Game Boy Advance slash. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. No. Wasn't wasn't there a version of Revenge of the Sith for PS2? Yeah. That was also accessible. I don't know if the whole game of that was accessible. Uh, I remember I had, I remember I used to have some samples of that game because yeah. someone was playing it. Um, I don't know what, like, if it was just one mode. Yeah, of it, though, and there was also a know. fighting game portion of that too. I think that's what the samples were. Okay, so it was probably just that. Okay, okay, okay. Well, anyway, Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, what a way to break in, right? Yeah. So basically, okay, so so the, the conclusion here is there hasn't been a good accessible Star Wars yeah. game. 
But what a way to break in. If this one is accessible, holy cow. Especially if it's like a 80, 90 hour game. Oh. 100 hour. Oh, 200, 200 hour. hour. <laughs> like I said, when you have a galaxy, which is what you have with Star Wars, with multiple planets, multiple worlds, the potential is staggering. Yep. If Ubisoft just applies their formula, they could turn it up to 10 to fill a bunch of planets. Yeah. And we would, we, none of us would complain. Yep. None of us would complain. I wouldn't. <laughs> Star, Wars, Star Wars, bro. I just can't with this this story, yeah. man. I, I'm just so ready for this to be an accessible game. I really want it I that badly. So. I hope so. I'll be so I'll be so sad if it's like, if it's like Spider Man. Like, oh, like like I know. Where so, it's like so, so close. <laughs> I feel like enough time will have passed though, because like. I think they've so. already really made think... the strides that they have in the in a very short amount of time, and yeah, like realistically, even, even the, uh... we're not going to see this game for at least probably three years, if not probably two to three yeah. years. Yeah, I have to, I have to think they'll take this slow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even even the uh, auto moving on uh, roads and rivers thing in Valhalla is is a sign that they understand what they need to yeah. do. Yep. So. It just, it just, they couldn't apply it to anything, anything more in Valhalla in time. Yeah. And I, and I think that's just so. a victim of not planning accessibility stuff from the outside. From They're the very beginning. Right. Stuff in. And now they can right. develop stuff from the outset and go, okay, we'll do this and this and this. So, yeah, I, I feel like this has a pretty good shot. I think it does. I think it does. I, I'm, I'm going to choose to remain optimistic about this because I really yeah, want it. Me too. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, dude. All right. Anyway, I will attempt to move forward now. Yeah. Now we get to talk about a thing that is both sad and funny at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the next news item on our agenda is the fairly recent Xbox Live Gold debacle. Oh, boy. So, this was uh, a thing. Those, I didn't know about this, this until this was a thing. It happened until like they, well, until after. The until fact. The, yeah, until after the fact. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, for those uh, that had not heard about this, let, let allow me to explain. Allow, let me let me explain, if you would. Xbox uh, released an announcement. They said, "Hey guys, how you doing? How you doing, there, friends? We here at Xbox. I don't know why I'm doing the Canadian thing. <laughs> hey friends. <laughs> hey buddy." Hey, man. We're, we're sorry. We're sorry. We here at Xbox have decided to do something super cool. You see, what we're going to do is we're going to take the price of Xbox Live Gold and we're going to double it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. What was $60 a year is now going to be $120 every year. With, Isn't that great? With no additional benefit to you. That's right. <laughs> no additional benefit to you. <laughs> Don't you love us? <laughs> okay, and before we get to the result of that, the reason for doing this is, is fairly obvious. What they were trying to do is they were trying to convince people just to switch to Game Pass Ultimate and just leave it at that. That's what they're trying but to do with this. If they're going to do that, why not just like, hey, we're getting rid of gold entirely? Honestly, you could. But, they could I do mean, that and pull it off. Yeah. Gold is kind of extraneous at this point, in my in my opinion. Like, given that it's just part of what Ultimate gives you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. But uh, so I think that's what they were trying to do. What they actually did was they made people very angry. To everybody. This blew up spectacularly in their face. Yeah. What they didn't think about is that PlayStation Plus is not increasing their price. No. Um, among not. other things, of course. But PlayStation Plus not increasing their price is a huge uh, no-no for them. Yeah. Because it just it just it just sends people to PlayStation. Like, if you don't want Game Pass Ultimate, but you just wanted your Xbox Live Gold to play games online, and it's 120 bucks now yep. a year, then you're going to PlayStation. And, and with PlayStation Plus, you don't need it for uh, free to play games. You did. Yep, that's true. Keyword did. That's true too. Need it for gold. They're... That's yep. the thing that's <laughs> and and because... that's and that's a nice segue. Ahead, that's the thing that's changing, I think, partially because of what's going on with. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely because of it. It's absolutely because of it. So the backlash was super heavy. And I mean heavy. Uh, social media was destroyed yeah. by this for a little while. Gaming social media was destroyed by this for a while. Microsoft saw this, thank goodness. And uh, within 15 hours, Yes, that's right. Yeah. 15 hours of this announcement, they released another statement. And I don't have the statement in front of me, but basically it was it was like, I have read it. It's basically like this. We're, hey, buddy. We're sorry. <laughs> We're hey, buddy. sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> For some reason, that reminds me of uh, of the... Uh, DBZ abridged version of Nail. Oh yeah, that's the um, that's from South Park. That's the whole like oil spill thing. The CEO is is. Uh... Oh right! Oh my god! I, I totally missed <laughs> yeah. that. I totally missed that. Um. All right. <laughs> so a lot of South Park references so, this uh this pilot this episode. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um. So Microsoft's like, hey buddy, we're sorry. Um. We we. We uh we messed up today, and we know that, and we're sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> and basically, that's what it was. It's like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna not do that. <laughs> yeah. Step one: we're gonna not do that, and we're also going to make make it so having a gold subscription is no longer required for free to play games. Yeah, what a concept! So free to play games are truly free to play. Which, How about which that? PlayStation Plus has been doing for years, but hey. Yep, for years. So really what Xbox Live uh, did in response to the backlash of doubling the price was decide, you know what we'll do instead? We'll catch up to PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I get it. Like Game Pass Ultimate is a great value. And I understand wanting to move customers to it. But... This is not the way that's, to do that. <laughs> so tactless. Just. Mm. Yep. But Back. luckily for us, uh, that decision was reversed. And, and I actually really, um, I, I've heard other people say the same thing, but I do agree with it uh, pretty wholeheartedly. This was, in a really cool way, um, a victory for consumers and for gamers. Yeah. Because um, the turnaround was showed... very quick. Very quick, very quick, and it showed. Hence, why the power was a thing until after it happened. 
Right, right, exactly. Uh, but it showed the power of, of social media these days. And it showed the power of, of, you know, that we have as consumers, as gamers to say, no, we don't like this policy, man. This is not right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we spoke up as gamers and they listened and that's, that's powerful. So yep. the power of gamers, man. I like it. I like it. I have the power. The power. <laughs> All right. The next or, item, I told you guys it'd be a lot. Poor Major Nelson, though, like seeing all of that must have been just like, oh crap. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he probably, poor Larry. I, I got, he's like, he probably went to them directly, like, we can't do this, guys. We're getting <laughs> guys, destroyed. Guys, guys, have you looked at Twitter? <laughs> guys, <laughs> you should probably look right now. Guys. <laughs> this is really bad. Oh, this really is, bad. oh, this is bad. It's, it's really, very bad. Really bad. I'm nauseous. I'm not nauseous. firing up my ulcer. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. <laughs> okay. So the next thing, um, in in some ways, is a thing that is similar to the Star Wars announcement. But I must say, because I am who I am, and Sherlock is who Sherlock is, I must say with a lot less hype, personally, because I expect no accessibility at yep. all. Uh, however, uh, for those who are fans, this is still a good thing. Still, still good news, I think. Bethesda has announced that they are making an Indiana Jones game. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> those Lucas properties, man. Those those Lucas properties. So yeah, Bethesda's making uh, an Indiana Jones. We don't we don't have any information about it other than that they're making it. Yeah, just like with the Star it Wars exists. game, really, but. Um, but I think, you know, Bethesda can do it. Like Bethesda has, has, uh, teams under their belt where, you know, that will enable them to do this. Um, they could pull in, I don't know, ID software, like help the doom, the doom guys could help with this. I don't know. Maybe, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll get it done. Um, but I don't expect any accessibility because Bethesda has not really tried that yet. Um, so. So yeah, it is. It is a less, a little bit less hype for us. But that said, I mean, if you're an Indiana Jones fan, yep, here you go. <laughs> like, look, look forward to that. I had a I kazoo because I played the Indiana Jones um, theme on the kazoo. I feel like that's an appropriate response. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the yep. kazoo version of the, of the theme, absolutely the appropriate response. Um, you know, but you know, I I respect that Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is is a is an icon of like film and stuff and it's it's cool to to get a new game potentially it, it's potentially cool i don't know i i guess growing up i've never really been a fan of indiana jones myself not nowhere near yeah. like the level of star wars fandom that i have and i just don't see as much potential in indiana jones as i do in star wars like i hate to say it and, and this is kind of funny to say because i know that indiana jones was one of the yeah, things that inspired the uncharted series but the fact the fact is the Uncharted series did it so well, it's, and it, so did yeah, Tomb Raider. To be like, quite how do you, you how do you improve that? How do you man? do that? Yeah, how do you how do you bring that? I don't know. I mean, good luck to them. Yeah, you know, Bethesda, you have a you have a, yep. a tall order ahead of you, but hopefully it's something that that pleases the fans of Indiana Jones, and uh, hopefully it's a good game. Let's let's hope it is. And fans will fix it with mods. 
what you do with right, Bethesda games. That 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 is literally what everyone does. <laughs> Every Bethesda game ever. So there you go. All right. Yeah, let's hope it's not a bugginess. <laughs> oh, speaking of bugs, we Ray and I encountered an interesting thing last night. Um, she's been uh, playing um, Skyrim, or she started Skyrim, and mm-hmm. apparently, Discord cannot process 3D audio. So this led to, what? or at least the way that Skyrim does it. Um, I didn't even know yeah, Skyrim even tried. It does. <laughs> I, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> so this led to um, sounds either being hard panned to one side or the other or almost indistinguishable if they were in the center. Oh, and we didn't man. And we didn't figure like oh that sucks and my theory was correct i was i think it's a discord thing and she's like i don't know and I'm like so we actually the only way we were able to find a fix for her is i just connected to her computer via team viewer and we just that way oh the, <laughs> i mean yeah. that works sir yeah you do get the so, audio so why not it was interesting <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That is interesting, though. That, that that's uh, and that the funny thing is that could be also because Discord will give you more uh, streaming power if your mm. server is boosted. Yeah. Than it does if it's not. So I don't know. I don't know. It could just be the Discord. Uh, Discord I think it's a coding issue. It, yeah. It probably is. It probably is. It probably it handles regular stereo audio just fine, but. I guess when you try to do, or at least the type of surround that Skyrim does, right? It, it sounds like what Skyrim probably did is yeah, bacon. I think own it's solution. just Skyrim specific, and because like yeah, and Destiny and does not... stuff is just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Destiny was fine. So uh, that just you bring up bugs. We, I was talking about bugs. Just kind of reminded me of that for tonight, and that was yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> But moving on now to uh, a not bug related <laughs> thing. One of the uh, highly anticipated games for the Xbox, ladies and gentlemen, is about to launch. In fact, it launches tomorrow. The Medium is coming out. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yes, that's right. You heard it here. Is that the first. one where oh. she. Is that the one where the I main character like, sees her own death or something? No, 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 no. That is uh, that is a different one. The medium is the one where uh, you play as a clairvoyant named uh, Marianne, who can see both the Ooh, real world and the spirit right. world at the yeah, same time. Yeah, this one did look really good. The trailer, yeah, the trailer was excellent. The actually both trailers. We've seen two trailers now. I think both trailers were seemed like you know the game is excellent, and uh, now now we know more information. Like Troy Baker's in the medium. Yay! Um, but he. Pl- but he plays he plays an entity called mm. the Maw. So he is not playing your typical like human character yeah. like Troy Baker usually does. Oh no. He is playing an evil uh antagonist guy person who may or may not be human. Just listed as an known as an entity known as the nice. Maw. So creepy stuff. Creepy Troy. Um 
but it's, it's something that it's a game that I've been excited for. It's, it's, um, it's Xbox ex exclusive, except of course that it's not right. because it's for PC as well. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, it's Xbox family yeah. exclusive, I guess. I don't know. What do you want to call it? If you have a game pass for PC, like, you can exclusive it right adjacent. Now. Exclusive adjacent. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that, it's that, um, it's not available on PlayStation yes. products. Okay. That's, that's, that's basically the way to go with that. But, uh, but no, it, it's um, it's 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 really the first next gen exclusive that Xbox has. I hate to say, I really hate yeah. to say that. I do, because it's been months since now since the Xbox uh, Series X launched. This is their first exclusive. PS Five has what, like six, seven, several now, and uh, another yeah. one coming out next week. Destruction All Stars yeah. comes out next week. So <clears throat> yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but it looks good. That like said, the, I yeah, think that's going to be a good game. I, I I believe it's going to be good. It's it's uh it's 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 a horror game. It is um centered around so the the uh, the medium tries to guide spirits into the spirit world, but I guess part of that uh, involves um knowing the trauma that happened to them and stuff like that and solving puzzles related to mm -hmm. that or something. I don't know. But the, the what makes the game stand out is of course the technology behind it. Where you can see two worlds yeah. at the same time, you can you can flip between the normal world and the spirit world. And I guess at any point, I'm not really sure how it works, but there you go. And that's 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 kind of crazy from a technology perspective, which which actually makes me happy that it is a next gen exclusive, because it utilizes apparently it actually does utilize it the way we thought that it would, because we talked about this before when we talked about the media before. Um, it utilizes the fact that the next-gen consoles, or next-gen Xboxes in this case, have fast SSDs. That's how it yeah. renders both worlds. We thought that it might do that. Just hold that, hold the stuff for the other the other half in the SSD and just bloop it right on in there when, yep. you, when you flip over, you know? <laughs> and that's what it does, apparently. Um, one really cool thing that we didn't know about before is the soundtrack of the game is also split into two. And by that, what I mean is they actually they actually hired two composers, so the real world soundtrack is completely different Ooh. than the spirit world soundtrack. And in fact, this is going to get you. This this one's going to get you, Sterlock. The spirit world soundtrack is composed. I don't have his name. I apologize for this. Is composed by the composer of Silent Hill. Oh, Akira Yamaoka. Uh, Yamaoka. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, yes. Yes. Ooh. Yes. All of the Spirit World tracks nice. are by that person. And um and all the real world tracks are someone else. And uh and it, it apparently it, it actually works really well. They said it creates a a really unique um like dichotomy between yeah, the different definitely. worlds. So it makes it makes them feel ah, as different cool. as it should. Because yeah. they're completely different composers Very doing cool. different tracks for them. So yeah. So there yeah, there you go. And uh, you know. Reviews are coming out for this game now. Um, reviews started coming out yesterday, I believe, and um, they're good. It's it's basically being hailed as a as a really good game. Uh, voice acting is is top notch. Story is top notch. Uh, the voice acting we already knew was was going to be good because we heard a little sampling yeah. of it in the trailers. But um, it's apparently that you know that lasts throughout the whole game. And yeah, definitely something I'm looking forward to. Uh, Misty has preloaded it via Game Pass on PC. 
But I will say I'm kind of wondering how it's going to run on PCs. Because, and I didn't, I didn't really consider this before, I guess, but considering the fact that we were correct about how they're doing the, the world between world thing, and that most PCs, as of yet, don't have super duper fast mm-hmm. solid state drives. How is that stuff going to run on PC? Because oh. those, those the, uh, solid state drives that are, are that fast are not no. widely distributed yet. So they have to have come up with a different solution for PC. They have to. I guess, yeah. So hopefully yeah. it runs okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because Misty has preloaded on PC. It's 30 gigs. Um, you know, because next-gen yeah. graphics and whatnot. But, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it runs. It unlocks nice. tonight at midnight. The medium. It's going to be good. going to be good. I mean, Troy Baker is an evil entity. I've, I've heard, by the way, little clips. Not much of it, but I've heard little teeny tiny clips of, of Troy's work in this game. And, uh, yeah, he can, he can, he can sound yeah. creepy when he wants to. He can he can do it. I guess I shouldn't be surprised I, by that. Why Troy Baker, be surprised I mean, by yeah. that? Troy Baker. <laughs> but he really can't. Like I've heard a little bit, and he he does a good job. And that is all I have. <laughs> gaming for news. Gaming news. However, I will throw it to you, Sterlock, and say, do you have anything else that I'm not thinking of? Um, no, I don't think so. I will mention I will mention briefly Destruction All Stars. I did I did kind of mention it as coming out next week. That game, um, I I want to mention it just just briefly because it has it has quite a storied history already. It just you know it's not even out yet, but it was supposed to be a, a launch title for PS5, and they kind of decided they didn't really fit with the other launch titles. And I yeah. kind of still agree with that. I think I think what they did was the correct move. I don't think Destruction All Stars fit with the other launch titles. But trying to trying to put Destruction All Stars against things like Spider Man, yeah, and Demon Souls, it wouldn't have stood a chance. I, uh, no, it wouldn't have stood yeah. a chance. It would have gone nowhere. But putting it like, let's the let way they've done it now, it, it makes sense. It is now, it is now essentially a free to play game. I only say essentially a free to play game because it's technically not a free game, but it is going to be free on PlayStation ah. Plus. So immediately, PlayStation Plus uh, owners can get it nice. right away. Um. And they can play it, the full game for free. So it's 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 weird. If you're not a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you do have to pay for the game, that's, or you can just get a PlayStation Plus account and kind of weird. That way. Like I don't know. That just seems back. Well, the thing is, Bugsnax did. did it too. They did. Bugsnax did the same thing. It might be a. It also it might be a time way. thing too. It might not be a forever thing. Oh yeah, it's absolutely a time thing. You can only yeah. get it free oh, okay. for the first month. It's it's only free on PS Plus. You know what? In Fall February. Guys did that. So, yeah, Fall Guys did. Well, I think that. Fall yeah, Guys sure was the first game that I remember doing that. Yeah, I think they were. It's I think they were. Interesting. So yeah, only only in February, Destruction All Stars is one of your hmm. free games okay. on PS Five, and I I personally think it's going to find a place. So so I, I watched a review of it this morning because of course reviews are coming up about that game now too, or no no sorry it wasn't a review it was actually. Uh, Sony did it kind of a, a a stealth state of play video about Destruction All Stars. It wasn't a review; it was a, it was a state of play video where they had one of the developers talking about it and showing gameplay and stuff like that. And I watched that, and I think it's going to find its place this way. Um, I think it's actually going to be just fine. It seems like a fun arcadey, uh, very destructive I mean, game. Like the whole point is to destroy 
destroy your cars and stuff like I that. I mean, that's really cars. what helped, I think, Fall Guys do as well as it did. Was... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, makes sense. Fall Guys, Fall Guys became the most downloaded yeah. game on PS Plus. So, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be fine. Um, and they are, they are, it's, this is why I think it's uh, interesting, the model that they're adopting with this. Um, they are essentially kind of adopting the free-to-play model, even though it's technically not a free game except for, for the first month on PS+. Plus. Um, what I mean by that is when you play the game, you earn these points, and you can use those points to unlock you know, more content, more all, all, all um, cosmetic things. There's nothing that, that gives you better gameplay or something like that. All cosmetic stuff. But you can, of course, also purchase mm-hmm. these points. Um, but you don't have to. Yeah. You know, it's one of those situations where you, you're, not, you're never required to. You can just play for them if you want to. Just play a lot. Um, or you can purchase them. So it's, it's that model they're adopting. And uh, they're claiming, too, that they're going to support the game throughout the rest of the year with uh, more characters. So that's the thing, too. It's not just the cars in this game. There are characters that you play. And the characters have, like, hero huh. powers and stuff so yeah you're actually you're actually a person and apparently there's actually some situations where you can get out of your car oh wow in the match so it's it's actually not just a racing game okay interesting (laughs) they they talked about a a mode called carnado (laughs) one of the game modes is called carnado and you basically have to try to destroy your opponents or steal you can actually steal their vehicles apparently um and doing this nets you points you have to bank those points, and if you don't bank those points before you get destroyed, you lose them. But if you voluntarily fly into the carnado and cause your car to explode, that's how you bank your points. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. So you see what yeah. I, you see what I'm saying though. Like this game sounds like it's just a lot of fun and yeah. destructive awesomeness, and like just crazy maybe some humor in the background because you know again you have, you have characters that have personalities and stuff like that too so i think i think this game's gonna be fine i think it's gonna find its place and i think uh, it might even yeah. be popular it might be the next rocket league who knows i don't know because they talked about not just more characters over the course of the year they're talking about more game modes too it's going to come with four at launch nice but over the course of the year they're going to have more cars more characters more game modes more everything so it's yeah, let's let's uh, let's yeah. hear it for destruction all stars. Okay, it's now <laughs> finally time to move on to the next segment of our show. And oh, yeah. what a segment it shall the be! Accessibility. Welcome to accessibility. <laughs> all right. So first up in today's uh, accessibility news is, is a momentous event, an event which shall not be forgotten over the course of this podcast. I'm sure. I'm sure that it will be remembered forever. Oh, yes. Momentous indeed. You see, I'm about to do something that I almost never do. I think <laughs> that maybe I've done it once before, but I almost never do this thing, and I'm about to do it again. <laughs> Folks, today... I'm going to give Dusklight, Dusklight credit. Oh, oh my. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to give him credit. They have released a statement 
And that statement basically says something to the effect of, okay, we get it. Uh, blind people actually want complex game mechanics and more complex combat than what we've shown so far. Yeah, you think? That's and been telling you for months. Yep. And we're going to rework the entire project around that idea. Good. I mean, finally. It's, I mean, we've kind of been banging our heads against a brick wall trying to, like, tell you, like, yep. guys, on. Yep, we have. We have. I say, finally get it now. They seem to get it, yeah. And also, on top of that, they said uh, they have recognized the desire for a voice protagonist. So yep. they're actually redoing all of the cutscenes that are going to be in pitch black uh, because your character will now have a voice. Good. And you'll be able to choose the gender of that voice as well. So Good. there you go. This is actually, it's things are actually looking up for pitch black right now. Yeah. I mean, because, we'll, because it's like we'll we see. said. Well, yeah, we will see. I mean, sure. There could, there could be things that go wrong. But it's, it's like we said, though. The 3D audio tech that they have is not bad. It's, it's the gameplay that was the problem. Yeah. So, you know, this could be a very good thing. And I, I hope, I hope that it turns out to be awesome. Yep. So, so Dusklight, well, good on you. I'm all for new good things to play. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. Thanks for listening. Finally. Um, <laughs> and uh, I hope something good comes out of it. Next up. So I actually got the story a little bit wrong, um, but I'm going to explain that. So the, the, the thing I wrote in our, in our outline is Hitman Trilogy may bring accessibility to older games. Um, I, I got this a little wrong, so I didn't quite understand how this worked, but now I understand it a lot better. So this actually is something that happened with the previous game as well, but I wasn't fully aware of that. So that's my bad. All right. So Hitman 3 just came out over the past couple uh over the past week or so. Uh, yeah, I think it was last week. Uh, Hitman 3 came out. And one of the features of Hitman 3 is that it actually contained all of the missions of the first two games as well. If you import your save um, from those two games, uh, the reason you have to do this is because they want you to have owned the games. Mm -hmm. But if you basically use your saves to confirm that you had those games and you played those games, then you will have full access to the complete stories and maps of Hitman 1 and 2 as well. Oh, wow. The funny thing is, they apparently did this with Hitman 2, back, back when Hitman 2 came out. When Hitman 2 came out, you had access to Hitman 1 via the same method. But now that 3 is out, you have the whole trilogy in a single game. Huh. And it's, apparently it's interesting because it kind of works as a remaster of the original two games. Um, the features they've added and even the items they've added to hitman 3 are now available to you in hitman 1 and 2 as well huh. so where this concerns accessibility is that you are now playing hitman 1 and 2 maps in the hitman 3 engine which has uh -huh. some some better accessibility features um i think though unfortunately i've, I've heard there's only a couple of them uh -huh. which is unfortunate but it does have uh so there are interaction prompts that will uh, prompt you to interact with uh, objects in the environment, like uh, give you opportunities, you know, give you ideas of how you could assassinate someone and stuff like that. Those prompts can now be resized to be larger or smaller, or, you know, 
you know, for the for the uh, low vision folks out there. Nice. I think I think as well, and I don't have actual confirmation on this, but I think as well this might include subtitle resizing, um, which is cool too um, for the low vision folks out there. But I, I don't have confirmation. It might just be the interaction prompts, which is unfortunate if it is, but um, hopefully it is, is both things. I hope it, I hope that it is because. I, I did see someone um, who, who is low vision they, they struggled to play the Hitman franchise because the subtitles were too small. Yeah. So hopefully that's included with this too. I, I'm not 100% sure, but hopefully if you bring your Hitman 1 and 2 maps into Hitman 3, you can have a better experience even as a low vision player. That seems to be it though. There doesn't seem to be much in the way of accessibility features. It's mostly just new items and new features that are now available to you in the older maps. Um, but at least those things exist, you know? Yeah, it's at least a small step, and I think it's cool that they they uh, they toss that in there. Yeah, that's good. It's it's kind of an interesting approach, don't you think? Like it is, yeah. You you buy a new game, but if you buy the old, if you had the older game before here, here it's basically remastered in this one too. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. You can play the entire story of the Hitman reboot in one game now, just as long as you have hit. Well, you still that's that's see that's why it's so weird. You still have to have, yeah. You still have that, to have purchased that is, Hitman it, One and Two. That's really weird. Yeah, it's so weird. You don't just get those maps for nothing. It's just like you have to you have to own them already. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting idea, but I think in this case it it serves it, you know it works well because at least with the updates to the engine you're getting those additional accessibility features as well. So yeah, good on you, IO Interactive. Good on you. Also. I've listened to a little bit of Hitman Three, and it's I I actually like listening to those games. I don't know about you, Sterlock, but I I really like I respect those games a great deal for for uh, giving you so many options of how to take out your targets and things like that. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's really cool. Yeah, it's very slow paced, but they do slow pacing really well. Like even even as you're trying to figure out what option you're going to choose, you can hear people just having conversations that might clue you into something you could do, yeah. maybe possibly. Um, and it's just, it's really well done. I really like the, the Hitman series. It's pretty cool. I'm probably going to listen to more of Hitman 3 because it's, it's just fun. <laughs> and by the way, if you're a Stadia subscriber, <laughs> you already have Hitman 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there you go. Nice. I should play it. Yeah. I play it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So this one. I actually wanted to leave to you because I haven't looked at this yet. Um, so this, this uh, I wrote in the headline, Sable stuff from Sterlock? Because this made you very, very happy. Yes, it did. And it made me very happy for you. <laughs> um, but I wanted I wanted to leave this one to you because you've, you've actually looked at the log, so you can probably tell us more than, than what I could about this. Yeah. So do tell, what is Sable up to these days? So Sable has uh, started doing a pretty neat thing, which is they've started um, posting all of their change logs since the public beta um, from last year. And um, in their latest one, they added a bunch of stuff that I've wanted for a very, very long time. Indeed. Um, So basically now what you can do you can do a whole bunch of stuff with parties so like you can have a party size um 
limit. And if you go over that limit, you, you know, swap between members. Um, and you can do this in and out of battle if you want, which is actually really cool. A la Final Fantasy X. I wonder if you can choose to allow or disallow that, though, too. Like, you, yeah. what if you... I think you can. You can. Okay, okay. I was going to say, because, like, you might make a game where you don't want to allow the player to swap in battle, but yeah. you won't allow them to swap I out of battle. I think you can. Okay. Um, and they only get experience, too, if they... Um, if they actually take a turn in battle. So you can't just do the... You can't cheese it. You can't cheese it like you could in that. <laughs> Yeah. Or was it ten? Did you have to attack in ten? Or I don't think you did. You did in ten. Yeah, you did in ten. You did. You did in ten. Okay. They had to take. Yeah, they, they had to take at least one turn okay. in in FF ten. Okay. So yeah, it's the same thing. Um. Also, you can trigger, um, people joining and leaving your party. Um, that is not your. They, the caveat with that is they can't be your starting party. But I feel like that's an easy fix. I think you can work the story around. Work that. the story around it. Like you could, like you could basically, if you wanted a starting party, but you wanted someone to be able to leave later, you could basically have the game start with one player, but basically almost immediately trigger something that gives them another party member. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's basically what I have in mind with. Um. Your project. My, my project. <laughs> I'm really excited for this one. One of the I'm yeah no this makes me really really happy, um, because the project that I have in mind is a Teddy Ruxpin RPG, which I've wanted to make actively like for years. Yeah, even before like Sable was a thing, like even when I was a kid, I had ideas of like how to make this like an RPG. Like I I imagined this as an RPG. Like, and now you can you're gonna be able to make it happen, it. and ah, uh, it makes me so happy because and because in the Teddy Ruxpin show, like the people are constantly joining and leaving the main group on on adventures and stuff. So, so it makes sense to have that feature. Yeah, indeed. So, um, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. Yep, and with the stuff they added, just a little uh, post-public beta. I mean, the stuff that that uh, that I talked about before, like with the oh my god, the the triggers and stuff, and the quests and everything. Yeah, you can do. It's really uh, versatile. It's ex yeah, it's expanded a great deal. Yeah, and um, yet it still don't have a release date. It's looking like it's going to be really power, <clears throat> really powerful. Um, yeah, the amount yeah, I agree. Can do the amount of choice that you have and what you can do yeah it's going to be fun to make uh fun to make games in yeah somebody made um a pokemon game not like a thing where you catch pokemon but like a a like a pokemon themed thing as like that remember they were doing that beta contest thing yeah yeah i remember that somebody mm -hmm. made um somebody made a pokemon themed thing that was kind of interesting interesting um especially because because i know the level of like i, I mean sable wasn't bad during the beta but i, I you know 
Yeah, which I think you can actually find a playthrough of that on their on um Evan Sky's YouTube channel. There's we got a oh there. Oh cool, cool. Like, I need to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because like again, Sable wasn't bad during the beta, but I, I, I also know the level of uh you know, the level it was at during the beta and it wasn't nearly where it is apparently now. Yeah. So I wonder how they pulled that off. Like I wonder I'm, I'm 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 intrigued. It's been <laughs> super busy. I mean, the change logs. Like he's been, he's been busy. Um, Laying the smacketh down, huh? Yep. All right. So I'm super excited. I'm totally gonna buy Sable when it comes out. I just I want a release date. I do. I want, too. So, I want to know when it's gonna come out. It sucks too because like we know that's that the tool of Sable isn't coming out until um their their game does yeah yeah which i kind of i would kind of prefer just them release the thing (laughs) right like i don't care if the game comes later i want to play i I, I do care about the game i'll play the game oh absolutely i'll play the game too i want on stream i want to i want to sink my teeth into the into making stuff and yeah yeah i hear you man i hear you it's gonna be so good I want great. I want to make. I want to do this Teddy Rock. I I I almost want to do like side stuff too that isn't just plots from the show. Like I want. Nobody's gonna know what the hell I'm talking about, but uh, <laughs> I want to do like a side, like a little goofy side game with Tweak and LB. You know his quest for, you know, getting a bunch of gold and trying to find the formula to turn uh buttermilk yeah uh, you know buttermilk into gold yeah stuff like that like uh-huh. so uh, that's so no good you want that to be a separate game entirely yeah it might make it a separate game oh. i don't know oh, okay 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 something something goofy interesting uh, well like i said i'll help you through the whole thing because like I, i'm like i'm invested now like i want to i want to help you make this thing <laughs> I'm yeah no that made me super super happy because I wasn't the only person that wanted this this party stuff yeah yeah um, so a true RPG requires lots of party swapping <laughs> I mean Final Fantasy IV did it yeah they sure did they sure did they they, they did it real big <laughs> six six did it quite a bit too six did it too but like four. It was really like Cecil was like the only like constant member of that party, and everybody else just was kind of like in and out. Yeah, yeah. Till the end. Indeed. But um, May it's gonna be fun. I, it's gonna be real fun. Very ex- I'm very excited. Yes, indeed. 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 Um. Well, <laughs> that is actually all I have. Um. I guess I, I guess I, uh, one of the things I could have mentioned that I haven't mentioned is Scarlet Shells. Oh yeah, um, Scarlet Shells is Kickstarter, um, basically kind of owned. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's you can get the soundtrack now. Yeah, you can get the soundtrack now. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I, I maintain what I said before. It's a game that I'm not sure about, um, but I'm also interested in. Yeah, um, I hope that it it improves and becomes as awesome as it could potentially be mm-hmm. uh because it is a neat idea so i will 
do my part as a Kickstarter backer. I will do the testing. I will do the thing. And we'll see what we can make happen. I don't know. Yep. And hopefully we'll come out with an awesome audio game that everyone will love. Indeed. Indeed. I think the testing uh, is going to begin soon. So I think so, yeah. I think it's I think it's fairly soonish. Fairly soonish. So I don't know if we can talk about that stuff. I don't probably gonna, not during the testing. Hey, I can say probably not, but yeah, I'm probably I'm probably gonna leave it at that. But I just wanted to say, hey, guess what? Scarlet Chalice is a thing that's gonna it's it's gonna be real, and it's Kickstarter was uh, was done, and it's you know, yep, it's it's something we're hopeful about. So that is where we'll leave that. But uh, that is all I have for accessibility news. Uh, you you may be asking, folks, why don't you have any news about the veil? Where is the veil? And the thing right. is, we, we don't, don't know. know either. <laughs> How many years has it been now? Like three? Uh, this would be year three. It was uh, yeah. originally supposed to come out in 2019, I believe. Yeah, that's what I thought. Technically, like, we've known about it for four, though. Like, yeah. So there's that. And it's still not out yet. And I'd I see know. that game. I, I don't know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. But man, they can't. It's gonna be good, and and the thing is, despite what we're saying now, I don't doubt that it is gonna be released. I mean, it was, it was one of the featured uh, demos in the Summer Game Fest on Xbox. It's interesting that it can't get a release, <laughs> like. But it's just I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like. Yeah. The only it, thing the only thing I can think of is that maybe they're taking my feedback seriously. My feedback from the very very first demo, I was like. Uh, so one of the things that'd be really cool if quests weren't these just menu-based things you just pick and you just in a quest. Yeah, uh, I didn't like that either. But I don't think that's what they're going to do because even in the most recent demo, it, it works that way. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just don't know what they're doing. That it's that it's having that they're struggling to release this game. I just wish I knew. Yeah. Because <laughs> that too is going to be an awesome game. I do believe that that one I have no trouble believing in. Unlike Duskblade, where I'm not really sure. Yeah. That one's definitely going to be awesome when it releases. I just want it to yep. release, man. Yeah. Oh, yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else. I don't even know yeah. why I brought the veil. I was like, where is the veil? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I was thinking about that too, actually. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Hey, you know what? When we do have news about it, believe me, you will hear about it. Yep. So that's that's what we do on this here podcast. Okay. Well, that is all our news for the day. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little outro, and then we're going to hop on out of here for the week. Yep. It's good to be back. Indeed. It has been Season 3, Episode 1 of the Breakdown Walls Podcast. <laughs> it, I, I like saying that. I don't know. It's, it's it's cool. Like I could just have given like the the generic uh, you know number of the episode overall. I, I might go back to doing that. But for now, it feels good to say season three, episode <laughs> one. We are back. It's good to be back. I love doing this show. Uh, yep. There were there are definite reasons why we couldn't do it, but it's really good to be back now. And uh, we go we go stay on and keep going and lay the smackdown on another year i can't wait indeed and like i said i'm gonna i'm gonna push for more guests this year i have some really cool ideas um and i have more connections this year than i had before even so 
<laughs> I might be able to make some of those ideas happen. Um, you know, best of luck on that, but we'll see. I, I like I said, I have two guests lined up. We'll see what more I can do. Yep. And yeah, we might have. I won't guarantee it right now because I have to I have to work things out with our first guest. But we may have a guest as early as next week. It's possible. Nice. But I won't say it for sure until I work things out with with them because I wanted to. Like I said, I wanted to do an episode um, to just say to just be back into it, you know. And uh, now that I've now that we've done that, I will now uh, proceed to try to get our first guest lined up, and then our second guest. Which uh, might surprise some of you, or second guess might surprise some of you. It, it actually surprised Sterlock more than I thought that it would. Um, really did. But, <laughs> but it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. going to be awesome. All right. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Uh, I hope you liked all the gaming news and accessibility news that we threw at you today. Um, I hope you enjoyed the fact that the introduction had a, had a sync delay <laughs> and yeah. totally tried to ruin our bit. I hope you appreciate that, because <laughs> yeah. I sure do. Thanks, Banker. Thanks, Anchor. You're the best. Actually, it's probably more thanks, Wi-Fi. But... Thanks, Wi-Fi. You're the worst. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Well, folks, thanks for listening. Feel free to give us all the feedback in the world. We appreciate it. We love it. We love doing this for you guys. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>